Welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, and a painter review old albums for some reason. This is Nick. This is Chris. And I'm Caleb. And uh, this week we actually have a little bit of Leapfrog. Uh, I think Nick has a pick. Is this a Caleb pick? No, this is a Nick pick. Uh, Who picked this, guys? <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> no one knows. Nobody picked this up. I don't know, man. This might be a Caleb pick. I Wait, what? recommended it. I don't think I've ever heard this. We came to a group decision because I'm going out of town. (laughs) Chris is going to Japan. We're going to Japan, and in honor of that, we decided to do the Lost in Translation. So it sounds kind of like a Chris pick, actually. Wow. I mean, I I don't know. Who goes next is the real question. I mean, I didn't pick Lost in Translation because I'm staying in New York. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, what year is this from? 2003. Uh, 2003. 2003. Yeah, yeah man. It's uh, Sofia Coppola, that, written and directed. Um, as everyone knows, uh, the opening to this movie has a pretty cool shot. Pretty cool shot of somebody's <laughs> butt. And uh, let's hear that. Let's hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I'm sure it was so easy getting Bill Murray on board to do a movie. <laughs> Just like trying to reach him via, like, facts. Yeah, yeah. Like... 1-800 number. <laughs> he seriously doesn't have an agent. I read the jokes. Uh, I, it's like kind of hack at this point, but I think I read an actual article where it was like somebody had Bill Murray's like accountant's phone number. There was It was something really depressing. Oh, God. <laughs> like somebody it's just like, knows like who sells him beef, and they just wait there and hand him a script. <laughs> oh, no, that's how they get in touch with him. Yeah, so yeah, nobody well. knows that. <laughs> Apparently yeah. she was pursuing him for uh, like five months or a year or something, like constant telephone messages and oh, letters. Yeah. <laughs> Mail? <laughs> that's Snail? Insane. Mail? Like, what is happening? Yeah, but there's a lot of uh, issues with production on this movie, one of them being like, I don't think they got any rights to film in Tokyo, and like, they, oh. they ran into the Yakuza at one point, point. <laughs> they're like, no, there's a misunderstanding, please, <laughs> like, let us film in the Starbucks real quick. Bill Murray's, like, eccentric booking practices of his, like, insistence not to have an agent, it was super like quirky and funny when he was doing really good movies mm-hmm. but then when he hit like a rough patch of doing some like real real indie stinkers multiple garfields <laughs> yeah. yeah well but he was also there was just like kind of uh i'll say lost in translation wannabes and it was like maybe you just need a fucking agent man are you talking about like uh broken flowers that no one? i like broken flowers i'm I talking didn't. about uh rock the casbah saint oh, vincent uh, saint <laughs> vincent was well received Mm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's hear some music <laughs> before we dive into track one. The soundtrack does have quite a bit of uh, co- you know film tracks. Uh, comp- oh yeah, composed Score. tracks by Kevin Shields. Scores scattered throughout the soundtrack. So we may kind of you know breeze through some of those. Up first, we've got intro slash Tokyo by No One. Hi, 
Yeah, I haven't been to Tokyo before, but this is the part that kind of scares me and is very <laughs> disorienting. Oh, guys, I'm scared. <laughs> but the, but their subway scared. sounds do sound more harmonious than the MTAs, like, Yeah. <laughs> I, I've never seen a subway worse in New York. <laughs> yeah. I remember reading about that butt shot. <laughs> Back reading the, about back it, to huh? the butt shot. I was reading an interview with Sofia Coppola, and she was she was talking about how she revisited this movie for the first time in like several years, and uh, she was immediately like, "Oh, why did I do that butt shot?" Just like that doesn't wait. What? What was I doing? Uh, Sofia Coppola has openly admitted the work of American photo realist. It was a photo. Uh, uh, John Cassier, Cassier or Kakir? Cassier, uh, John Cassier. Photorealism uh, is a style of painting also. I don't uh, His uh, particularly... <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, yeah. Uh, it's his uh, shot, um, Juta, uh, which is like, she's got the same like see-through pink underwear. That um, Anyway. Sounds like an homage. Yeah, it, uh, admittedly so. Sorry, I just had to, had to get that out there. It sounds like a, a horny painter making a horny painting. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So what? We made a horny scene. Never, time. never. <laughs> guys, a painter guys. doing that? <laughs> All right. Let's get into track two. Uh, we've got City Girl by Kevin Shields. Kevin Shields is like the main creative force behind My Bloody Valentine, mm. the kind of uh, proto shoegaze, uh, yeah. early '90s indie rock, great band. Uh, I think he was notoriously difficult. He notoriously, uh, I think, when they released their most uh, well regarded album, Loveless. Yeah, yeah, it's a great album. They were uh, <laughs> immediately dropped from their label, not because it didn't do well, which it did fine, but. Uh, <laughs> They like use so much of the studio or so much of the label's money to record it. I, I find myself listening to that album uh, pretty frequently these days. It's really good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, they just like they spent so much money that the label is just like you gotta go. There's, I mean, you listen to it. It's, a, it's so many guitars. Yeah, it's it's like, just, like, just it was a great album. Every don't, guitar. Please don't come back. Track three, baby, is Fontino by Sebastian Tellier. Thank you, Sebastian. Thanks, Sebastian. I already feel sad. and what, Loneliness is a big theme of this movie. <laughs> alienation. I feel alienated. Uh, yeah. Ennui, I think, as we said en- before. Ennui. Ennui. It's a movie set in Japan. All mm-hmm. the characters are American, and all the music is like British and French. Yeah. I'm not sure what that's about, but... I think it was what Sofia Coppola was listening to at the time. She yeah. was like, yeah, I, I like this music. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> let's put that in a movie. 
Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's kind of based on her life, right? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. that's that's the rumor, and she's kind of cop to it. And uh, what Giovanni Rabisi is supposed to be Spike Jones, whom she was married to, mm-hmm. and Anna Ferris is supposed to be Cameron Diaz, kind of the bubbly actress that was not you know sweet, but not the brightest and sort of obnoxious. Wait, do we know who Bill Murray is supposed to be playing? I've heard Harrison Ford, but I, that's completely baseless. Oh. Oh. Have you heard that? Cheats on his wife. No, I don't know. For his career. She's a director now, okay? <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I'm just reading this quote from Sofia Coppola. I remember having these weeks that were sort of enchanting and weird. Tokyo is so disorienting. And there's a loneliness and isolation. Everything is so crazy, and the jet lag is torture. I liked the idea of juxtaposing a midlife crisis with that time in your early 20s when you're like, what should I do with my life? Oh, God, I'm going tomorrow. (laughs) I was going to say, that is... Uh, it's a way that people experience their early 20s only when they're very rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sophia Coppola, <laughs> daughter like, of mm. Francis Ford Coppola, is like, I don't know, I'm just in Japan for no reason, for months on end, just trying to figure out who I am. I'm just living in a six-star hotel. It's like, yeah, uh, most, most of us are just fucking yeah. working. <laughs> We're just yeah. grinding away. Yeah. Quarter-life crisis. Drinking Suntory time. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly growing old. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what I want. <laughs> Whining millionaires. Uh, Whining millionaires. Harrison Ford wants to fuck me. <laughs> Boo. <Boo-ho. laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember not liking this movie the first time I saw it. Oh. However, I was pretty young. I don't think I understood the like post-romantic tones of it. Like you know, I think this was like. It kind of delved into um, how complicated and like it, it, love is just sort of like ah oh, god damn it now I gotta deal <laughs> with this I'm in love with this person this is a hassle <laughs> like it gets in the way but also it was at the time I was watching it on DVD and my DVD player was skipping so I was getting very <laughs> frustrated with the skipping and had to like restart and clean it like four or five times. And I kind of blame that on like why I didn't like the movie because I had to restart it so many times. But I, I haven't seen it in a while. I I remember liking it okay. It was a victim of like its own buzz. Where I feel like by the time I saw it, everybody was like, "This is an amazing movie." Yeah, a bunch of bunch of Oscar yeah, I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like yeah, it, was, it was pretty good. I, I thought know. I thought it was really good the second, third, fourth time I saw it. Oh, look at this guy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, right. I've seen it. You don't four have to brag on the podcast, man. <laughs> Let's get some more out of track four. This is Tomid by Square Pusher. little bit of the uh, softer side of Square Pusher's music (laughs) with Tomeb as opposed to the real spastic insanity drum and bass that he's used to, which I certainly used to listen to a lot of, um, you know, like late high school, early college. I revisited, you know, in preparing for the soundtrack, and I don't think it holds up. (laughs) Square Pusher? Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) 
Oh, man. Like, you know, you're like, why? <laughs> he always gets mentioned, you know, with Aphex yeah, Twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what know, I, that's what I think. Common yeah. associate. But, you know, when you when you look back on it and you listen to it, it's like... Yeah. I, <laughs> square pusher. I respect yeah. uh, what Sofia Coppola has done is kind of... You're like, score your film with pre-existing music mm-hmm. in, like, an interesting way. And I it's a, it makes for a very atmospheric soundtrack. Yeah, those Tim tracks can be yeah. dangerous. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's good. This yeah. is, like, very cinematic. Yeah, this is when uh, Charlotte, Scarlett Johansson's character, is kind of looking out her hotel window at Tokyo. So, like, like, what's happening? What do I do? Mm. Oh, no. No. A, famous, a famous actor wants to hang out with me. I don't know. Leave me alone, Cameron Diaz. I don't know what to do out here. Let me eat my shrimp cocktail. My successful photographer husband doesn't want to spend enough time with me. Man, we're, we're really crabby. We're crabby today. I know. Uh, it's a crabby episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ricky, what do we got next? Track five is Death in Vegas with Girls. Kind of like that, like a nice little pleasant uh, wash. Yeah, again, this is when uh, Charlotte's kind of just looking out at Tokyo. Oh, God. Uh, from, a, from a cab this time, though. Oh, it's, it's much okay, different, okay. you know. <laughs> That's uh, a, uh, yeah, very shoegazy. This is very much in line with the My Bloody Valentine. Totally. Kevin Shields could have, I don't know. No, this is a good song. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Shields. Hey. Yeah, what is there to say? What do you guys got to say? Tim mm-hmm. Holmes, Richard McGuire, total geniuses. Um, <laughs> was that sarcasm? Yeah, I don't, like, know. Uh, was that? I don't even know anymore. A dig. <laughs> Brooklyn has just kind of killed my sarcasm thing. I'm like, do I? am I doing this ironically? <laughs> am I saying it with sarcasm? I can't not anymore. I will say, you know, the, there's a huge age gap between Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson in this movie and like... You'd think that'd be creepy, but he is such kind of like a kid. And I think Sofia Coppola said something about this. Like, he's a, he's a kid, you know, he's like having fun and all this sort of stuff. So, like, it, it doesn't, it never seemed creepy to me at all, uh, even though they, there's probably like 30 years difference between the two of them. The thing that, that tickles me is at the end of the movie, uh, he cheats on his wife with somebody else. <laughs> Just yeah. because, like, it's like, well, the I'm a flanderer. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I made this kind of special connection with a woman, but... You know, I don't want to ruin that, but I am going to cheat on my wife. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm going to cheat on my wife, all right? Just do I do it with somebody I'm really into? Nah, it might, nah. might be weird. I just do it with some random woman who's the jazz singer at a Tokyo yeah. hotel. Have you guys ever been married, like, on the streets of New York? Oh, no one's going to believe you. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, so menacing. Uh, no it's one. so gross. No one's going to believe you. Yeah, I know. Sorry. It's <laughs> disgusting. He says that, though, right? Yeah. He'll, he'll steal it's a fry and say no one's going to believe you, but... <laughs> That's yeah, also, he's, he's just a monster. <laughs> but that's also what somebody who's like doing something terrible to you would yeah, say. Yeah. Oh, God. Famous um, people have been saying that forever, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, he was so. Uh, Wait, do we not like Bill Murray? <laughs> no, I like Bill Murray. There's just like a. He's, he's kind of looked the same age like forever. Caleb yeah. hates Bill Murray. Just say it. There's just there. There is. It's definitely. It is crested for a while. He was like this, like the patron saint of like hipster whatever. It's like oh, Bill Murray. He's like a pixie out there just <laughs> making people's days, and you never know what movie he's gonna make. And it's like. No, he's just like an old guy who's drunk all the time and running into random people. He's always alone, and he's making like some good movies and some like really bad movies. And yeah, there's some there's some uh, girl that wrote a blog post about Bill Murray where he like just kind of like you know they were having like a girls' night out and he totally just like took over <laughs> <laughs> and was just like getting in all their photos and then just like buying everyone drinks. And uh, kind of like ruined ruined their night. <laughs> I mean, like, what a uh, you know what are you, what would you do if you were Bill Murray? <laughs> would you not do that? Or like, I mean, if you were lonely and famous, <laughs> is he married? I would do it every once in a while and be like, all right, I'm never gonna do that again because this is like, I'm famous and this is weird. Well, I sent you that clip of uh, him screaming at Richard Dreyfus, or like Richard Dreyfus <laughs> is telling that story about Bill Murray. Oh when, yeah, when they're working together on What About Bob, and Richard Dreyfus is like, uh, "Hey, Bill, how you doing?" And then apparently Bill walks up to him. He's like, "Nobody likes you." I think it was he, he was trying to get him on board for the movie. I don't think they were even working together yet. Oh, I, I, I think I, I was under the impression they had maybe just they were. signed together, and he was like, "Oh yeah, maybe, maybe." I don't know. But yeah, and he threw an ashtray at Richard Dreyfus's face. He like narrowly dodged him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Insane. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I like Bill Murray in movies. <laughs> hey, man. Bill Murray, come on the podcast. <laughs> we'll the have him on anytime. Uh, track six is some more Kevin Shields with Goodbye. We get a little taste of that. Kevin, for all your atmospheric efforts. Uh, we're going to move right into track seven. This is Phoenix with Too Young. Good uh, French pals, uh, Phoenix. Dude, uh, that song is so good. Yeah, dude, early Phoenix was incredible. Not only, like, that's really early. It's 1999. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, that, uh, a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about music from 1998, and it was fucking, like, seemed so music. It seemed old. It seemed really old. (laughs) And that song could come out today and be a jam. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, of all those like kind of early 2000s, I mean, the strokes are great. There's a lot of those, but it's like, 
I don't know. I feel like we're going to look back at Phoenix as being one of like the most listenable. They're like the ELO of the early 2000s. I, I feel like it was uh, they were a bit of a victim of their own success and that everyone jumped on them so hard they became they became a little poppy and you know not mm-hmm. as cool anymore but um i'm not sure we are pronouncing that correctly if we uh listen to this video of how to say the actor's name uh joaquin phoenix oh, no. uh just just the correct is the proper pronunciation this is for the, joaquin phoenix this is the proper pronunciation let's hear that jacuku pahuinas jacuku Pahuinas. Oh, so it could be. So, uh, I think it is actually Pahuinas. Pahuinas. Well, it's Pahuinas. French. Yeah, it's French. It is the Pahui. Sofia Coppola. Uh, she liked them so much that she married the guy. Oh, that's right. I, I didn't know that. Uh, I think that this. I think they collaborated on. A, I don't know. One of the. I don't think it was this soundtrack, but they met probably through the course of this, and they got married later. I remember I stumbled upon Phoenix very early on because I was downloading Napster songs for the band Phoenix, Texas, which is spelled <laughs> F-E-N-I-X. And I think only, nice. the, only the French know how to actually spell <laughs> this city. <Phoenix. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I found If I Ever Feel Better by another band. It was like Phoenix. Well, maybe it's Phoenix, Texas. I'll take a listen. So I downloaded. I remember loving it. I remember, lo- and that was you know ninety nine, two thousand or something, way early on. But um, and then, my surprise, they end up on this soundtrack. I had this album, and then I think was it their next album was the Big Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, which is like an amazing record. Yeah, I'm like so on board with all that. Mm-hmm. The the album before that too was really good. They're great. Yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix. Love Check you. them out. Love you. You all know them. <laughs> this episode's going great. Track eight is Happy End with Kaze Wo at Sumete. <laughs> Maybe uh, Sofia Coppola's inclination to make a movie that's uh, very chill was in response to maybe, you know, her parents making films that were so intense. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you know, I think I'm just going to do something low key. Like it's just going to be people staring out the window. Like, what do I do? (laughs) I I think I read that the script was like 50 pages long. Yeah. (laughs) Mainly shots of, uh, (laughs) just butt Scarlett Johansson, just staring at 15, 15 of those pages were about the butt, but, uh, happy end. This is, uh, Harumi Hosono. Yeah, who we've talked about before. And on the uh, Spotify track listing. Uh, The song Sportsman, uh, also covered by one of our favorite hot dads. Hot (laughs) Uh, But Harumi, yeah, it was uh, uh, Yellow Magic Orchestra was the big Mm -hmm. project. Uh, Super group, if you will. I think this is before that. I was uh, I was talking about Harumi Hasono uh, with my girlfriend, and she was like, he's done everything. And I, I looked back, and he's all over the map. You know, he's got the weird, like, 
um, experimental stuff with um, uh, I, what was his album that Sportsman's on? Phil Harmony. Yeah, 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 and it's that one's crazy to listen to. And then he's got this weird like folk stuff, and you know, in the movie, uh, this is being sang at the karaoke joint mm-hmm. uh, while they're hanging outside of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it means like collect cold. I guess I typed it into the translator right now, but I know like kaze is like wind. Uh-huh. Uh, so I assume it's like collecting cold wind or catching a cold or something. Oh, catching a cold maybe. All right. <laughs> if you know, if you know the answer, hit us up on social media. We can get into track nine. How do you feel about track nine? Yeah, I'm, I'll tell you after. Let's okay. hear it. This is uh, Brian Retzel and Roger J. Manning Jr. with "On the Subway." <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, Brian Retzel is the music director of this soundtrack, mm-hmm. and he's a frequent collaborator with Air. Mm-hmm. And, nice. Uh, I guess he drummed on some of the records. I don't know. Yeah, Moon Safari was a big album for me. Oh yeah, in high school. I mean, I don't know what Sofia Coppola's connection to like French pop is, but you know, Air scored almost the entirety of the Virgin Suicide soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. So everything's connected, and she married into it with the mm-hmm. lead singer of Phoenix. What would you call Air's genre of music? Is that minimalism or <laughs> um, down tempo, French electro? <laughs> um, I would say uh, down tempo, electronic, chill wave, or there's there's something having to do with bass. Yeah. Or. And they kind of started a whole genre. Trip hop. No, it's not trip hop. It's trip hop. No, I'm seeing uh, space pop, dream pop, down tempo. There it is. Chill out. Chill out. Okay. Yeah, yeah chill yeah. out. I'll take it. Uh, I like space pop. Of those you know, right. you're at the rave and you need to go like to the chill out tent. The chill out tent. To get, yeah. a, to get some more drugs. <laughs> to, score, to score more drugs. Yeah. A bunch of French people dancing with their cigarette alone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that that's a, that's a great scene. <laughs> yeah. The French like music festival scene. <laughs> uh, when on the subway is playing, uh, has Scarlett Johansson's character figured anything out yet, or is she still? This is when she's walking to the shrine. So she leaves the subway and she's like walking to a shrine. She, she decides to do something. She decides to do something. You know, mm-hmm. get off her lazy butt and leave the hotel, mm-hmm. um, and maybe explore this amazing country. You know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sit and look out windows. You can go to a shrine and look at that. You could go to a bar and meet a stranger. Yeah. And maybe fall in love. Hey, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It Are takes we there that yet? first move. Is that after the break? <laughs> I kind of, I do relate in that when I'm on, sometimes I've had a few occasions to travel alone on like business or whatever. Lucky. And I am not able to do things alone. Like really? I've I've never been to a movie alone. I've never been to a concert alone. What's wrong with you? Going to a restaurant alone to eat dinner is like really creepy to me. This is most nights for me. Um, All these activities. <laughs> I do not do anything alone. I've never seen a movie alone. I have certainly had meals alone. Yeah. yeah. I so if I was in Tokyo and it would take me a while to get out of the hotel, 
and then I would I'd probably just go around to try to find somebody to uh, cheat on my husband with, maybe a movie star. <laughs> Wait, you don't like I, I like I go to restaurants alone all the time. I no, go to movies I hate alone. it. I can't do it. I I've traveled it. alone before. It is. I, I find living in New York City c- certainly plausible to have not if if you don't like going to see movies by yourself, but uh, for food. It seems unlikely that that one would have not eaten alone in a restaurant. I said that I don't like to do it. I like. I've done it. Okay, but like you uh, sit at the bar, then you (laughs) then you talk to the bartender, and you bother. Well, see, now we're back into Bill Murray territory. (laughs) You tell them that no one will ever believe you. (laughs) Do you ever go out and drink alone? No, man. Okay. Wow. 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 Look at Mr. Mr. Too Good for Drink Alone over here. All right. Why do you think we do this podcast? I have somebody to drink with. Episode 30, we're getting to know each other. (laughs) What do you like to do on the weekends, Caleb? (laughs) Let's get into track 10. We've got Kevin Shields again. God damn it, Kevin. (laughs) With Ikebana. Spooky and enchanting. Spooky. It's got a little Ikebana. bit of a, So I think... Um, Radiohead sound to it. Totally. Kevin Shields... Uh, Minus the high-pitched whining. <laughs> after they got dropped from their record label for having spent all of the record label's money on Loveless. On guitar strings. Uh, <laughs> I think they signed with another label and they recorded a bunch of music that I don't think ever came out. Or maybe it's come out by now. But uh, he was in relative uh, seclusion... Um, it, I think this was like the first music he put out in like maybe almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I remember hearing like reading articles about like, oh, fucking Kevin Shields is back with new music. And it was for this movie. Yeah. It's good. I mean, it's score. It is good. I, I, I really enjoy the scores. And like, he's more talented than I realized. God, it, it really fits the movie well, though. I mean, like we're, we've been ripping on it, but like that sense of like not really knowing what to do with yourself. Uh, I think this is like perfect music for that. And I think that's why this is such a good selling soundtrack. It's like, I'm 23 and I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Um, I kind of like the idea of uh, being Kevin Shields and being coaxed out of seclusion by this like young, like cool filmmaker. And you're like, maybe like, I don't Yeah. I'm like working on this movie. And then she like marries the good looking French guy from Phoenix. And you're like, Oh, you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> Hey, okay. he's probably already married. I don't know why. <laughs> Ikebana is the Japanese art of flower arrangement. Thank you, Chris. So, there you go. There you go. You know, we got an art for everything over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do, I know do not. I do not. What are you saying, Chris? I don't know. Delete that, please. <laughs> Shane, I'm pulling a Shane Gillis over here. Oh no. I was just looking. There is a uh, vinyl edition of the Lost in Translation. Oh, it's a picture disc. And I'll give you one guess what's on the cover. The butt. (laughs) The butt. Correct. (laughs) Really? Good job, Caleb. Oh, man. This guy's a real smarty pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's Bill Murray, you know, looking despondent on his hotel bed. (laughs) I just remember the butt and him using, like, the, uh, he's trying to exercise in the the hotel gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
far too complicated for for wacky Bill Murray. I am looking at one Amazon page for the Lost in Translation soundtrack for the audio CD, mm. and there has yet to be a customer review. That's pretty insane. Suck it down, Kevin Shields. So, (laughs) speaking of reviews, uh, very well received in the United States, the movie, as was the soundtrack. I remember, Uh, like, all my friends in high school owned this album. Yeah. Like, this was a huge one. A big one. I think, I I feel like I might have it somewhere, but um, I don't don't feel like I I bought it, but I feel like it was given to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I looked, I was like, I wonder what Japanese people thought of this movie. A lot of them didn't like it. Uh, it was, it really, yeah. it, uh, every Japanese character in this is a bit of a parody and it's a, it's a little offensive. Time will tell, uh, but like people were upset. They were like, we look like clowns. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Like I, it, it's po- I'm poking fun of Japanese people pretty heavily. So. Well, yeah, there's that weird, uh, <laughs> Japanese escort scene. Mm-hmm. I, I do not like that. Yeah, I do yeah. really like the scene where uh, he has the interpreter at the the ad shoot. Yeah, the Suntory faster, ad. more he, intensity. He's getting like the very elaborate instructions from like the the director of the photo shoot. Yeah. He says and like, then the so translator's much. like, "Turn to the right yeah. and look at camera." He's like, yeah. "You sure he didn't say more than that?" <laughs> it sounded like he. <laughs> so I looked up the translation for what he actually oh, says. Yeah. He's like. Imagine you are walking into your living room and you see Suntory Times and you greet it as if you're greeting an old friend. And then you turn to the camera and you introduce your old friend and you say Suntory Times. <laughs> and then like, look at camera. Yeah. Turn <laughs> so, to the right and look yeah, at camera. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, see, I really like that. That's, oh, I feel like that's pure comedy. There are some copies of this soundtrack that oh go for as high as $99 yeah. for the audio CD. It comes with a collector's edition um, book. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like all 50 pages of the script? It's just 50 photos of the butt. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the butt. Man. people love the butt. Five stars. Hey, we do have a game coming up. That's right. Oh, it was a break time. Yeah. Yay. Break time already. This, it's been flying man, by. What a slog. And I think uh, you came up with this game, yeah? I've got a another installment of Covers Blown. Oh, oh yeah. here we go. Oh, I remember sweeping the last edition. I don't feel like I'll be that lucky this time. We are going yeah. to exploit some terrible covers that have been made. And then at the end of the episode, we are going to recommend to the tracklisting Spotify playlist our uh, favorite foreign song or song that needs to be translated to us spotify tracklist and playlist spotify tracklist and playlist spotify tracklist and playlist spotify tracklist subscribe like and subscribe for more content subscribe Hey everybody, thank you for listening to the Tracklisting Podcast. We want to hear from you. So if you've got a soundtrack recommendation, a suggestion, a review, uh, did I mispronounce something, or uh, if you just want to hurl insults at us, or you just want to say, hey, uh, please reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at Tracklisting Podcast, Twitter at Tracklisting Pod, or email us, tracklistingpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, uh, why don't you tell a friend that you think might enjoy it as well? Uh, Or maybe tell two. Yeah. And they tell two friends. And And they they tell tell two friends. friends. And they (laughs) tell two friends. (laughs) That's how you start a movement. And also, uh, if you like the recommendations we've got, uh, you can check out our official track listing playlist on Spotify. Yeah, tell tell people about the the playlist on Spotify, and then they'll tell two friends. And and they'll tell tell two friends. friends. (laughs) (laughs) We love y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. 
Welcome back to Tracklisting, baby. That's some game music if I've ever heard it. Yeah, buddy. I've got a game prepared. This is Covers Blown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, uh, golden, a, old, golden oldie. A game of bad covers that exist out there in the world. I'm going to read you guys a popular song and a list of artists that have potentially or maybe covered the song. So you just have to tell me who covered the song in, okay. the, in okay. the real world. Sounds easy enough. And it's kind of up to us whether we're competing or collaborating, uh, depending on how hard, how hard they are. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. I'm going to sabotage you this go around. Okay. You should be competing should with we? each other. <laughs> yes. It should be an uneasy. That's the idea. Are we supposed to? I'll leave it up to you guys. No. Okay. So for round one, the famous song by Queen and David Bowie. Uh, under pressure. Under pressure. Mm. Under pressure has been covered. Apparently, mm. was it covered by Mandy Moore? Mm. Was it covered by Smash Mouth? Mm. Or was it covered by Bare Naked Ladies? Take it away. Smash Mouth, always the red herring. Mandy I, I, Moore doesn't seem like which of these is not like the other. You know, <laughs> kind of group. Uh, Smash yeah. Mouth and Bare Naked Ladies together. I can imagine Bare Naked Ladies doing it. I could too. Because they're so big in Canada that I feel like they don't realize that they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's man. Like, <laughs> it's man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's... I'll go Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, I, I have, like, you know, I follow Smash Mouth on Twitter. I feel like I would know. Well, I weird. feel like I would know. I mean, but also, I, this is a cover of a cover because Vanilla Ice wrote the riff, <laughs> I guess. Is this is this originally year? a Vanilla yeah. Ice song. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, no cool. fucking way. Right. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Lock it locking it in. All right, locking it in. This is Under Pressure, covered by... <laughs> Very faithful. It's been one. The sounds. Yeah, it's bare naked. Bare naked ladies. Wait, is that Smash Mouth? No! <laughs> oh god, yeah. So you're telling me that Guy Fieri is doing both vocal parts? We've got some hot mics on this game. How many songs do they have? Oh, Guy Fieri's doing the Bowie and the Freddie Mercury parts. And they just doubled his voice and all of it? We are Everyone's a loser in Covers Blown. So moving on to round two. Round two. <laughs> this song always, or this, ah! game, this game always bums me out because it's I'm real. Like, Surely that terrible option just doesn't exist, and ah! then just just knowing that it exists in the world makes it a worse place for me. Smash anyway. Mouth has covered under pressure. Oh God. Thanks, okay. Steve Harwell. Round right. two. I don't... Right, moving on to round two. Caleb's feeling good. Oh the... God. The song Fireworks by Katy Perry. Mm, we all know and love that song. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Was Fireworks covered by Chris Daughtry, Yoko Ono, or Imagine Dragons? 
<laughs> oh no. Okay. My heart tells me Imagine Dragons, but Yoko Ono is kind of around. So like I could see her I feel doing like something stupid. Imagine Dragons have such a narrow and shitty style that I can't imagine them covering anything. Really? I don't know if it's literally possible. Because mm. their songs aren't even hardly songs. Well, that's why I could imagine them covering this. <laughs> are you saying imagine over and over for... Are you are you trying to make a pun? No. If you could only, uh, if you could only imagine these dragons. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't... Is Daughtry was like a American Idol. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know anything about him. No, you shouldn't. No one should. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. You know what? I'm taking a pop shot at Daughtry. I'm going to take a pop shot at Yoko Ono just because it's so weird that I could see it happening. I'll go Imagine Dragons. Just Wait, wait. <laughs> Did you pick both? No. I said I'm taking a pop shot at Daughtry <laughs> oh, okay, as okay. in like, why am I insulting that guy? You know what? He's a hardworking Daughtry guy. Daughtry fans send us hate mail. He's made zero money from American Idol because they take everything you do. <laughs> All right. Um, Imagine gonna... Dragons final answer. Yoko Ono. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This is Fireworks by... That's Chris Daughtry. (laughs) Alright, well... Cover in quotation marks... That is Yoko Ono. Definitely not the same approach that Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth took. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fireworks. I don't think I'm wrong. I don't think. Well, I hear the piano part. Yeah, yeah, I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Somebody, somebody put, somebody put the uh, <laughs> piano underneath Yoko Ono doing one of those performances because she does that all the time. Do you hear that? That's a sore loser. <laughs> oh man, that is real. That was that was at the MoMA, I believe. <laughs> That's performance art, Chris. Just uh, I don't so think you know. I honestly I've seen that video of her at the MoMA, and I think that somebody added that in post. Anyway, um, <laughs> listeners, have my back on this. Actually, Nick, I've seen that video. And that was under pressure. And that was Daughtry. <laughs> that was Daughtry with under pressure. Daughtry. Daughtry. <laughs> Daughtry. That was a real, like... Uh, Daughtry. That was a wrench in the works. Don't worry, guys. We're all losers here. And right. cover spun round three. Here we go. The, all the song September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Oh. Great song. It's been covered. Was it covered by Sublime? Mm. Fallout Boy mm. or Taylor Swift. Take it away. I'm still stuck on the Yoko thing. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, we got Taylor Swift, Sublime, and who was the Fallout fall oh, Boy? Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Boy. Adios, September. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hey, you like might that. not be far yeah. off, Chris. You, <laughs> no. might, you might not be. I I am leaning sublime. Really? They cover they. What happened was uh, what happened when was? Brad when Brad Knoll died. <laughs> yeah. Then they just started releasing everything they'd ever recorded. Right. Yeah. And yeah. there was a ton of covers. So I can kind of imagine, but then there's also a limited 
Ooh, now I'm starting to rethink it because that's... I feel like funk has come back recently, but in the 90s, I think it was kind of uncool. Mm -hmm. That's what I think, too. Um... I want to go. I'm gonna go Fallout Boy. I'm changing mine to Fallout Boy. Okay. I feel like I've learned through this game that they've done a lot of fucking, rant, like real uncouth covers. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you to Jeremiah MC1000 for the Jeopardy Trap Remix once again. This is so you guys are locked in. I'm locked in. Fallout Boy. Fallout Fall Boy. Boy. Who I hate. Here's your answer <laughs> to round three. This is September. Covered by. Do you remember Swift. They're gonna come after us. The Swifties are gonna come after us. Get Swifty. But we didn't shit talk her at all, so we should be fine. Wait for the chorus. It's actually not oh. bad. Yeah. This was the best case scenario, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. Bring it home, Swift. Alright, I'll take it. Dude, yeah, if, this, if this came up good. on a soundtrack, I would I would be applauding it. Yeah. What soundtrack? This is like Elizabeth Town 2. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Elizabeth Town. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Kirsten Dunst. Oh, God. Still we, a flight attendant. I still have never seen that movie. We gotta do that. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. Uh, Kirsten one. Dunst is Elizabeth Town is Elizabeth Town We've been getting a lot of recommendations for yeah. what uh, soundtracks we should do. Oh, you guys are kicking I haven't, butt. I haven't heard any Elizabeth Town. <laughs> no, the people want it. They don't think they want it, but they want it. I haven't seen anybody uh, mention it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and thank you guys so much for chiming in on the uh, recommendations. And for... thank you, Nick, for putting together the game. Hey, yeah, thanks for time, That was great. Real I, stumper. I think Caleb won, actually. Well, you got, yeah, you got the one of three, right? Yeah. And I, I biffed all three. And... <laughs> Do we have to get back to the soundtrack, or should we just keep playing Covers Blind? Do we have more game? <laughs> That's all the game I got for today. All right, all right back to the well, soundtrack. Thank you, Nick. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. Uh, coming back into the soundtrack, we are at track 11. We've got My Bloody Valentine with Sometimes. All right, Kevin Shields. All right, Kev. He's just basically like living the dream of like myself and I'm sure many other high schoolers of like, I just want to like play guitar for the rest of my life. That That's it. Come on. Can I just do that and make money and be in movies? And he made it work, man. He, he did. Just, yeah. he did. I, think. I, I mean, I really like this album. Yeah. It's like an amazing album. But yeah, I <laughs> I think it's I get, the idea of... Uh, of Sofia Coppola being like listening to my bloody Valentine while like dipshitting around Tokyo. I'd be like, you know, it'd be cool if I <laughs> dug this guy out of whatever hole he's in and then forced him to score my movie because I'm listening to this album. Hey, and he did. Maybe, she did maybe it. she's tossing him a bone to get him out of that funk. He needed actually, a project. Yeah. He needed a project. He was, was starting to make funk music. And uh, <laughs> oh you know, boy, you know what I think was probably the most depressing thing for him. That uh, people like me uh, 
confuse my bloody Valentine with my chemical romance uh, just because mm. they uh, have my in the title. My, um, <laughs> my morning jacket. My morning that jacket. In there. Yeah. Uh, my little birdie. Birdie. <laughs> my little pony. Okay. There, <laughs> there it is. There it is. We've already got the Swifties after us. So we don't need the Bronies. Come at us, Bronies! I'll shake you out, you motherfucking Bronies! <laughs> it's not a bad cover that Swift did. I'm gonna say. No, oh, that yeah. was that was good. Uh, we yeah. we liked it. We all liked it. We all liked it. Okay, just don't come sure. after us. We liked it. <laughs> I'm more scared than Swifties. We're on the same page. <laughs> Let's get into track twelve. This is Air with Alone in Kyoto. Yeah, we had a sexy boy was on a soundtrack, but didn't make it onto the actual. I don't remember what movie that was. Mm-hmm. It was in the movie, not on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I like Air. That's a beautiful song. Um, Air's great. I mean they they did the entire score for Virgin Suicides, mm-hmm. uh, so there's definitely a relationship. I don't know if this is original for this movie, or I mean, it sounds like it's for a movie. It's very atmospheric. Yeah, it's so. it's original for this movie. It's good. Yeah, um, I remember hearing that song in this movie when I saw it originally and then hearing it somewhere else, like, you know, just being out and about and, and trying to find it forever and not being able to pin down what it was, but like, you know, really trying to find it. Like, oh, I really like that. What is that? And I was like, Oh yeah, that's air. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, when Charlotte uh, walks around Kyoto. God just damn around it. Great yeah. Figured out <laughs> Our man on do. the streets, Christopher Darden. <laughs> She's still trying to find something to do uh, out here. And, uh, bored white lady. Uh, she's not really partaking in any of the sites. She's just kind of kind of looking through all this, this is, stuff. This uh, is before uh, Scarlett Johansson decided she could play an Asian woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Chris Darden reporting live. Stick oh, with us. Back to you we'll take into you later. Listen, nothing else. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I do get a bit of like uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto with some of um, in some of his later work. Uh, I think him and Air sort of very very minimalist, but like beautiful sort of ambient sound. Mm-hmm. It should be said that this uh, soundtrack is music directed by their drummer. If you run out of if you run out of music to listen to in your travels to Japan, Chris. Oh yeah, and yeah. I'll I'll bring this. I'll download this. You're not traveling alone, but you can pretend. You can just put on your headphones yeah. and just stare in the distance. My girlfriend's like, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I'm right. you, you don't get it. You don't get me. You're a photographer. <laughs> manic pixie dream boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, it's so much weirder if it's a manic pixie, <laughs> manic pixie dream boy. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. If you, if you went to Make Tokyo... Oh, he's going to come back. And your wife was, like, working, and you were just, like, hanging around with some actress. (laughs) 
Well, Manic Pixie Dream Boy is just a psychopath. Like, like nobody likes the kooky, sometimes scary guy. Like it's like not it's not no, a trope. It's no, like no, that no. guy belongs behind bars. He's, he's a frightening human being. Manic Pixie Dream Boy. <laughs> you heard it here first. Let's uh, let's lend our ears to track thirteen. Why not? Brian Ratzall and Roger J. Manning Jr. again with Shibuya. Thank you for the score. We're going to go right into track 14, which is Kevin Shields. This is Blade Runner, right? Totally. <laughs> Wasn't that a Blade yeah. Runner song? That's a John Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Shields with, are you awake? feel like that one hasn't aged quite as well like maybe at a time it was like oh cool sounds yeah but yeah. now it's like that's just like the thing that comes with garage bands <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you install it on your computer it's just like the demo uh that's called like study on your iphone yeah <laughs> it's one exactly. of the uh, little sounds <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we always uh very often somebody uh one of us like uh, suggests a, a soundtrack that we do, and then uh, somebody quickly looks into it, and it's mostly score. And we're like, "Oh, we can't do that; it's all score." Mm-hmm. This is like a little bit of a rope dope. We're like, "Oh yeah, it's like Kevin. It's a bunch of Kevin Shields air, and it's all score. It's, <laughs> it's all, all score. fucking score." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's good. But uh, I do remember "Are You Awake?" I think that was a um, that's a really good part in the movie when she's sliding the little post-it note. Are you awake? Because uh, they're all super jet lagged and they can't sleep or anything like that. It's a it's a move I pulled in college. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> under somebody's dorm room, you know. Oh. Didn't, t- it didn't work, and then I had to explain myself the next morning. <laughs> oh yeah, that's much creepier when you wake up and there's just like five post-it notes. Are you awake? Look, I stopped at six. I figured they were asleep. <laughs> um, hey, wake up! Wake up! Wake up! We are at the penultimate track, track 15. This is the Jesus and Mary chain with Just Like Honey. Usually when you're watching these movies and listening to the soundtrack, you're, you know, waiting for the music to fade out as the movie continues. 
I feel like this song could be playing in the movie just slowly fades out to black and the song just keeps playing. <laughs> just forever. Yeah, just the never. movie just totally goes away. <laughs> and then it's like, wait, Whoa. is the theater playing this? Wait, what? T- yeah. like, what oh, t- oh, no, it's, oh. I think it's part of the theater. The lights are on. I don't know. Yeah. No one's in here. It's just me. Yeah, that's a great I, idea. Yeah, I like this song. I like, you know, this is stereotypical shoegaze. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I like shoegaze. Yeah. And this is, uh, this of course, is, the, yeah. the end of the movie. Look at me. Look at me. I like shoegaze. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> Do you guys People know? People walking where... like a block away can tell I like shoegaze. Yeah. Uh, Do you know where shoegaze gets the uh, the name from? You're staring at your shoes, man. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be Basically. in performance. People were just like, because it was all like... Uh, you know, knob twisters. There's a bunch of like twisted knobs and hitting pedals and like, yeah, people staring at the pedals. Yeah, yeah. where where do I look? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I thought I thought I was like staring at my own shoes because I'm like too uh, close. to No, it's a performance thing. It's like the the uh, least charismatic performances of any genre. Oh, there was a like, there was a band that um, I used to play with, and that was a like a big fear, hmm. which you know maybe is a fair thing to say, but. There was some point where, you know, I was playing guitar and I was like, oh, there's this new pedal that came out that's cool. And they were like, mm. <laughs> no, 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 don't, yeah. don't let it happen, man. Yeah, it's going to get too many shoe-gazy. pedals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I had like two pedals. I've been to many shows. Uh, there was this band called uh, Bear in Heaven, I think. And I saw them and it was good, but it was it was more kind of like on the, uh, the tip of like U2 with the pedals. Mm. But it was a lot of like, they had the, the little inner ear things and it was mm-hmm. all like effects. And the two guys, the two main guys, the lead singer and the lead guitar, they were constantly like pointing at each other and like adjusting knobs and like making, and it sounded exactly like the album, but it was so boring. Oh, oh totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's a delicate line to balance because there's some bands where it's good yeah. when it's recreated and then there's some where it's really bad mm-hmm. and you want something more natural and more organic happening. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you go true. to see Rolling Stones, like what do you want to hear, you know? Or if you go see one of these electronic bands like Air, you know, yeah. what, what would you want to see? I would be worried about seeing a band like Air. Mm-hmm. They have done some acoustic performances that I've seen where they're just like playing guitar and it's like yeah. nice and pretty. What do you think um, Bill Murray whispers in Scarlett Johansson's ear at the end of this movie while this song is playing? It's something, something. Okay? I never leave a foreign country without cheating on my wife. Okay. And I'm sorry that it wasn't with you. Okay. He was she su- says okay. He was supposed he was supposed to be saying <laughs> I, I love you, right? I don't know. It's it's uh Sofia Coppola says um it's it's nice that it's a secret between them. I've like you can kinda hear it and it it's something like I, I think he says uh like I'll never forget these days that I've spent in another life I'd be with you, okay. Or something oh. like that. Or like in another life I'd be with you, I'll never forget these days, okay. Something like that. When I listened to it eight or nine times, uh, as like a he, I twenty-two think, year old, I turned up the volume on my headphones and I heard him say, "No one will ever believe you." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's too good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, nice. Let's get into the last track. I, I think it was like a Yanny Laurel thing. <laughs> <laughs> D- different headphones, different things, you know. Oral, oral, yanny, yanny. All right, Nikki, bring us home. So for the last track on the soundtrack, uh, this is doesn't have a number because it's hidden. This is a <laughs> hidden track. 
and it may or may not have Bill Murray on it with Roger J. Manning Jr. and Brian Retzel. Brian Ferry maybe wrote it, maybe didn't. <laughs> maybe it's called More Than it's This. It's hidden. It's not secret. Right. It's hidden. Okay. Okay. It's hidden, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna lose. <laughs> All right, this is More Than This. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bob Harris. Thanks. This is hard. I could feel at the time There was no way of knowing Fallen leaves in the night Who can say where they're blowing As free as the wind Hopefully learning Why the sea on the tide Has no Somehow Bill Murray has made like bad karaoke singing like a through line in his career. Yeah. He does it all the time on on TV shows and it's movies. It's like uh, the thing where Christopher Walken dances in every movie. Yeah. It's like he sings. But he can dance though. Well, yeah. Like, I Bill mean, Murray Bill Murray can, really can do bad. Bill Murray karaoke. has that song. He does that love song to Jaws. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jaws. <laughs> Star Wars, give me your Star Wars. <laughs> the old Jaws SNL thing. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, I love this Roxy Music song more mm-hmm. than this. This mm-hmm. is off of Avalon. Um, but in the movie, they also do, uh, I remember him singing a, um, Elvis Costello, What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. He does. Yeah. Which is, for some reason, more memorable for me than this part of the movie but yeah I, I don't think they could get the uh the rights to that one maybe but there's a uh, there's a couple of songs in the in the film that don't make it uh into the movie oh do tell including uh love gun uh by um by rick james that's right <laughs> and, um, that's it i don't yeah. remember that. so into you by mark wilms um nope the state we're in by the chemical brothers oh yeah, and the thrill is gone. There's a lot that the uh, the jazz singer sings uh, that don't quite make it. The person he ends up sleeping with. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. All right. Well, I guess we've come. We to gotta the end of thank the road. Uh, thank each of us for uh, yeah. group uh, for the group pick. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick this. I don't know. Come on, come on. <laughs> don't make me take ownership of this. I didn't pick it. I recommended you, it. You recommended <laughs> it. I recommended it. And then somehow we said, we're doing fine. it. Let yeah. me tell you this. I oh, threw out, here we go. I threw oh, out about four or five suggestions. Everyone shot them down. <laughs> and then I said, "Spawn." To be fair, I for recommendations for this, I said your favorite karaoke jam. Everyone shot that down. What is anyway. the uh, uh, success has a thousand fathers, but failure is an orphan? Yes, yeah, true. And that's they true. tilt you, friends. And they tilt you, friends. Okay. Uh, How do we want to rate this? Do we all want to uh, go thank in together? Thank you, Chris, for recommending. Yeah, you guys are welcome. Thank you for yeah, yeah. Gonna, How's this going to end? I'm going to be posting pictures from Japan at this point. So. All right. So we got to. Chris, give us your best. We uh, got to rate pick. <laughs> Yeah, get some like sheer underwear. I will buy some, and oh man, there are vending machines where you can make that happen. It might be used. Look forward to my weird butt. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be great. We must rate this beast. I can rate it. Okay, yeah, please, sure. (laughs) 
question. <laughs> forcing uh, me to I can first. go another direction instead of out of, uh, you know, zero to 15 stars. I kind of just went through and wrote yes or no yeah. for each of these. Mm. Yeah. So you're doing the, the baseball but, approach? But overall, yeah, basically. Overall, I would say yes to the soundtrack. Um, mm-hmm. Out of 15 stars, I would give this soundtrack a 12. Very good. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go if you... Uh, sure. Please, Chris, when I go last. Uh, yeah. It, it's funny because it's hard. It's it's definitely a bad pick for us to review on the show. <laughs> that's not the way we rate it. I only recommend it. That's not the way we rate it. Good to listen to, not in the sense of a yeah. track listing episode. Um, I agree. True. Okay. So that Phoenix song is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Bloody Valentine song is really, really good. Uh, the Jesus and Mary Chain, that's probably my favorite song of theirs. Um, all of like the interstitial air and shield songs are all really good. It's like a it's a good soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack. It's v- supremely listenable. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the pre existing music, I definitely hadn't heard when the soundtrack came out. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I've I've heard it in. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a 13.2. <laughs> nice. It's right. a really good sound. Yeah, very, very good. solid. Yeah. Uh, and things like, are looking up. Things are looking up, you know? Hey, things aren't too bad. All these uh, guys on the same page about a <laughs> slow, boring soundtrack. <laughs> it is boring. <laughs> no, but, but that's it, not the way we rate it. But it totally captures the mood of the film, which is kind of cloudy, rainy, like, ennui. Or I like, didn't even say the Harumi Osono. I mean, come on. That's yeah. one of our favorite guys. I mean, yeah. We love that, too. me. And um, the fact that there is at least one Japanese track. I don't mean to interrupt you over and over, but there is one true. Japanese song on here, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. 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 Are you done so I can rate this? Or is that... <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I'm not. <laughs> Bring uh, it home, Chris. <laughs> Bring us home. And uh, in line with both you guys, I thought this was very good, and it's very listenable. Uh, put this on listen to it start to finish without having to skip anything i think uh no duds but uh some good ambient background music for the most part um yeah give it a 12.9 12.9 man yeah yeah Very good good soundtrack good pick to whoever 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 did it out there <laughs> Also, Chris, uh, best of luck to you figuring out how to use the uh, hotel shower. No, oh, I'll be all. I'm gonna be working out. And I'm gonna fall oh, over. And I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. How, how do you it? work anything over there? I don't know, man. Uh, let's move on to recommendations. recommendations. Do we have a cue for that? Let's see. <laughs> We'd like to recommend the our, same, right? Yeah, no, that's not right. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> this week we are recommending our favorite song that is lost in translation. Uh, our favorite foreign language song that we haven't recommended already. We've recommended some uh, to the track listing, track listing Spotify playlist. Very nice. I can go first. Yeah, go for sure. It. Uh, this is the Brazilian band Novos Baianos. And this is the track Brasil Pendeiro off of their album, if I'm saying this right, Acabu Chorare. Que não tem plano, meu Brasil, Brasil, esquentai vossos pandeiros, iluminai os tempos, e nós queremos amar. Brasil, esquentai vossos pandeiros, iluminai os tempos. 
Yeah, not only is that one of my favorite songs in a uh, foreign language by one of my favorite bands, but also uh, the lyric or, you know, them singing in Portuguese, uh, sometimes uh, what they're saying is also lost in its own translation. It's uh, sometimes nonsensical or yeah. just like, what? Yeah. What are you singing about? <laughs> uh, but yeah, check them out. Novos Bionis. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, cool. I'll, I'll go next if you don't mind. My pronunciation is going to be completely fucked on this one. We're here uh, to help. So this is from 1979. This is a uh, a funk disco musician from Cameroon. Mm-hmm. Pasteur La Paix. All right. Uh, the song is called Nariel Sekele Fouya. Very nice pick. I uh, mm-hmm. love the song. Jam. I don't know much about oh, the guy. Uh, I know that he was tied up with Felicuti for a little bit. Um, I don't even know what language that's in, actually. They were in prison together? Cameroon. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Uh, Cudi, I think, was Nigerian, Cameroonian. I don't even know how close they are. But, uh, yeah, great song. It's a fucking jam. Nice. Check that out on the Spotify track listing playlist. Yeah, Spotify check it out. Track listing playlist. playlist. <laughs> 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 uh, great, great pick, Caleb. Thank you. Um, Chris, what do you got? I've got uh, La Mer, sang by Julio Iglesias. Oh, nice. Wait, have you done this one before? <laughs> have I? We uh, mentioned it just... on the Lifeless Ordinary. Yeah, oh, we okay. did. Yeah. I don't know but if it's ever good. been played. It still I've, holds I've up. mentioned it many a times, and I did. Yeah. I, I was like, wait, is it on there? And I thumbed through, and it was not. So <laughs> here we are. La Let's Mer. hear it. La Qu'on voit danser Des longues des gauches A des reflets d'argent La mer Des reflets changeants Sous la pluie yeah. La mer Oh, oh man. man, that song is a jam. Uh, that was a French song, sung by, of course, Julio Iglesias in French. Um, he's a, a polylingot, uh, speaks a number of languages, sings in a number of languages. But it was originally uh, composed by Charles Trenet uh, in France in like 1945. And it's been covered many times, uh, La Mer meaning the sea. There's an English version. That was uh, the the Bobby Darren one was the American version. That, that was, was a big. big hit. There, there's a yeah. Uh, I think there's like 14 versions of this song, uh, uh, but it's Beyond the Sea and the Bobby Darren version. And uh, yeah, it's just about the sea, but it's a beautiful song. <laughs> and then, like the lyrics are very convoluted. Like I took French in college, and I was like, I don't even know it, but it's because <laughs> it doesn't. It's uh, almost nonsensical, um, and also maybe. Um, translated a number of times before it hit beyond the sea mm-hmm. but anyway 
Very nice. Very cool. Very good. Hey, hey, also, hey, oh, hey. big, uh, I, I, big props to Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy for oh, using yeah. that in their soundtrack, and it's prominently used in that movie in a very, very good way. So check Amazing. it out. Amazing. All right, guys. I'd like to thank, thank Chris everybody. for picking yeah, you the guys soundtrack, you guys and I'd like to thank Caleb for picking the soundtrack. I'd like to thank uh, Teen Commandments for intro and outro yeah, music. Teen always. Commandments on Spotify and everywhere else. Look them up. The song Apple Ruby. Music. Is Again, what this I'd is. like to thank Chris <laughs> for picking the soundtrack. I'd like to thank Caleb for picking the soundtrack. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Whose pick is it? How do it's, we move forward? I think it's my pick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stick with us. <laughs> <laughs>